Welcome to another production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Today your host is Dr. Jan Vidal. She is an educator, author, curriculum designer, and a specialist in neural development. Dr. Jan has spent 20 years encouraging, educating, and inspiring families through her company, Little Giant Steps. So, whether you have a typical, gifted, or struggling learner, these weekly Brain Coach tips will help you discover foundational keys to make learning and life easier through the neurodevelopmental approach. And now, welcome your host for today. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's Brain Coach Tips podcast. I'm Jan Bedell, otherwise known as the Little Giant Steps Brain Coach. I'm so glad you're here to continue the journey to learn, be encouraged, and become equipped to make positive life changes in your family and beyond. If you're anything like me, once you understand more about this approach, you won't be able to keep from sharing it with your friends and neighbors. So let's get started. Today we're going to talk about the neurodevelopmental approach in general. I found this approach when I had a desperate need in my life for help for my daughter and it turned me into an ambassador for neurodevelopment. Several years ago I formed a company so that I could help other people and we called it Little Giant Steps. Kind of a strange name for a company, right? Well, what I realized is when you take little neurodevelopmental steps through the right kind of stimulation to your brain, you make giant strides in academic and functional ability, no matter where your function is. So here's some goals for today. I want to help you to understand details about the framework we're building today with this overview of the neurodevelopmental approach. Now, most people think that their education, especially their homeschool education, needs to center around the curriculum that they've purchased. Well, in my way of thinking, it's kind of like the fluff on the walls, the pictures, the window curtains, those kind of things is really what curriculum is. We have to start with the brain if we're going to really unlock a person's learning potential. One thing that this philosophy talks about a lot is inputting information into the brain instead of outputting. Most of the curriculum out there is output based, it's got some lines and you have to fill in those things and our philosophy is if it's not in there good it's not going to come out good so we're going to teach you efficient ways to get information in now that's really thinking differently I told you in the first episode that I was going to ask you to think differently so open your mind to um, the potential of this for every member of your family some people have found this approach when they were looking for someone that's challenged in their family. But I can tell you the power of the neurodevelopmental approach is whether you're gifted, typical, or have a struggling learner, this can help enhance their brain so that it works better. So what you're looking for in your homeschool is a child who can read, comprehend well, be great at math, stay on task, follow directions, and be an independent learner. I can probably see you right now nodding your head with me. What you're talking about there is 
like a house that's built on a really good foundation. So what if you were building a new house from the ground up and they were ready to form the foundation, just pour it any day, and you had the framers lined up and everybody, all the contractors lined up behind them. And you wanted to hurry this process, right? Because you had all the curtains picked out and the paint for the walls. Everything was ready to go if we just had some finish on the inside. So you tell the foundation people, you know, just pour that slab a little thinner. Can you just pour it three inches instead of four inches? And those things that you dig and pour cement in, can you just make them a little more shallow so it'll dry faster? Because I really want these framers to get in here and get started. Well, if you do that and you take that shortcut and don't have a good foundation, pretty soon you're going to have some really pretty faux finished walls that all of a sudden have a big crack down the side of them. Then the windows start not to open and then the doors stick because the foundation is shaky. Now what is the foundation for learning really? It's the brain. The brain controls everything you do, so we really have to start there. So let's look at one aspect of the foundation called brain organization. Where does this really start? It actually starts when the infant, actually when the infant is born. When your child is on their stomach on the floor, you're starting to build roadways in the brain that are the foundation for their function. This is the place where organization takes place. Organization of their thoughts and their movement. Also coordination. The organization of your movements to be coordinated for sports and other things like that. So that's the first place that the brain starts to receive this information for the foundation. If you want to know more about that before we get to it in our series, you can go to Birth to Four that's a free webinar on our website, littlegiantsteps.com. You can just watch that and get a little more information. But sometimes we're skipping this stage because of all the gadgets we have our children in. So they're not going through the steps that they need to. But once they get the tactile information to know where their arms and legs are, they start to move. First they move just with their arms and then they do what's called cross-pattern movement. The reason this is so important is one side of your body is controlled by the opposite hemisphere of the brain and the other side by the other hemisphere of the brain. If your right arm and your left leg are moving at the exact same time, that's when the two hemispheres start to communicate and bring that information together. Have you ever had this experience where somebody's walking up to you and you know you know that person and you can't think of their name? It's so frustrating and you just get more under stress as they get closer because you still can't remember their name. Well, one side of your brain has pictures and the other side has words. What this means is your bridge isn't working too well between the two hemispheres for that information to come together and for you to know that person's name. Now, can you see how that would be important in bringing information out for academics and for life? That's what happens when we do cross-pattern movement. At the pons level, we're crawling on our stomach. It's like army crawl. And then at the midbrain level, it's a little higher up on the brain, is creeping on your hands and knees. Then the cortex is the thinking part of your brain. That's where we 
usually interact with our children is on the cortex. But if this foundation is not really built well, then there's going to be glitches along the way. I've had the amazing privilege to see my grandchildren go through these developmental steps as they, their whole family lives with us and have ever since they were born at home. It's been amazing to see and to make sure they go through the right steps and what happens if they don't. Now our cultural practices are really robbing our children of their full potential, especially in academics. I think some of you know this instinctively when you think, oh, I think I need to take those screens away from them. They're just doing those screens too long. You might have a lot of gadgets for your infant to be in. Throw those away and put those babies on the floor. We'll go into that more. But you can see how the more and more changes we have in our culture where the moms are wearing the children in their slings and not letting them down on the floor. It's an important aspect of brain development that they're missing. We're often doing activities instead of talking to our children as well, which causes all kinds of issues. Now, one of the things that dawned on me, because I work with a lot of children that have learning challenges, that's usually who seeks me out, but I have this generational view and I was impressed to create something called Early Learning Foundations. This is for your three-year-old when he says, where's my school? And you're saying, are you kidding me? You're only three. You can wait. But if you take some one and two and three minute times during the day and do things that are helpful for their development, then you will have a breeze when they get ready for real school. So I wanted to create this Early Learning Foundations because I wanted to head all of those learning challenges off at the past because I think that we really are causing a lot of these challenges. And if the parents just knew some simple things to do, it could make all the difference. I call it the insurance policy against learning struggles. This product, Early Learning Foundations, can be for three to four year olds for the first level and then kindergarten is level two. And we've got first through second grade in level three. Now this is a math curriculum that is built into our neurodevelopmental activities. So basically it's a neurodevelopmental program with math included. You might want to check that out if you've got somebody in that age range. That product and all our other products is built on the concept of inputting to the brain, changing the structure of the brain, building the foundation so that it works better. We were talking about curriculum a while ago and how it often has a huge impact on what we do and we think that's where the answer is. Well, we worked with a school one time called Jones Elementary in Brackettville, Texas, and they had been at the low end of their testing scores. They had been totally unacceptable in their rating. They'd been working on it for a couple of years and they were making some progress, was getting a little better. And then we brought the neurodevelopmental activities into their school and they went from unacceptable to exemplary. And it took them three years, but the last year is when we came in and they really credited us with putting them over the hump because it was really getting the child's brain working that made all the difference instead of the curriculum or technique that they were using. So what is this? 
first we have to have the brain organization, right? And another part of the foundation is receiving information. That's information coming into the brain. Obviously, you have to have information coming in before you can do anything with it. Well, how do we receive information? It's really through our five senses, through our touch, our taste, our smell, our hearing, and our visual system. If there's some distortion in any of those areas of information coming in, then it's like a real bumpy road for that child because they are overloaded in that sensory system and that's all they can pay attention to. This can affect learning styles as well. I'm sure you're all pretty familiar with that. We're going to have a whole episode on the foundations for learning styles later on. When you're working with the visual system, it actually develops when the child is crawling on their stomach and creeping on their hands and knees. That's when their detail vision and their tracking really is formed. So it's a very important stage for them to be in, not only for the organization of the brain and building that bridge so that they can communicate one side to the other, but also so they can see things in their central vision. They're not distracted visually and they don't get too close to their work. If they do, this may be an indication that there's something going on with their eyes. Some kids even have trouble with that central vision that affects their sports. They can't see the ball coming in to where they can hit it. So visual system, auditory system, all that information has to come in first. Then we're going to process that information. That's your short-term memory. Have you ever thought to yourself, why can't my child follow directions? Why can't he remember to do his chores? You may even wonder if this is rebellion. Well, I think as we walk together, you'll understand more about the root causes of those things that are undesirable in your house. Two of those we're going to just briefly talk about here is auditory and visual processing. This is your short-term memory. What comes in and what comes right back out. Now your visual memory is important, obviously, but it's not as important as far as overall function as your auditory. I've been tooting this horn for a number of years trying to get people to understand about how important this is. I actually call it the best kept secret in education because it affects a child globally, actually a person globally. Their behavior, it affects their comprehension, their ability to follow directions, their conceptual thinking and conversation. It affects their ability to stay on task and attend. And many of these things are the symptoms on the ADD and ADHD checklist. I had a young man named Aaron who had been on Ritalin for four years because he couldn't function in the classroom. And when we put him on a neurodevelopmental program and concentrated on auditory processing, he got off of all that medication and he did great through college and beyond. One thing that you've really got to pay attention to as far as auditory processing is your use of phonics. If your child's having trouble with phonics, I can save you a whole lot of money. Don't go buy another phonics program because it's not the phonics program that's the problem. It's the foundation of auditory processing. You have to hold this piece, this piece, this piece together before you can get the word back out. 
So it's a very important aspect of your brain function. We do have some articles on littlegiantsteps.com so that you can read about alternatives for teaching reading while you're working on the processing so that the child can handle phonics later on. I do work with families and children individually and give them an individual neurodevelopmental plan. But what I've found is there's some basic things that everyone needs to do that could help their brain work better. So I put it in a kit called Developmental Foundations. It's an in-home program that has everything you need for about a four to six month neurodevelopmental brain training program that can make a lot of difference. We have people that at book fairs, they get this and the next year they come back and they say, my child's life has been changed. So this is one way that you can find out a lot about neurodevelopment and really get some benefit with something like developmental foundations. I want to finish up this discussion of building the foundation. We've talked about brain organization, that's lower level movement type activities. Then receiving information, getting that information in correctly through your eyes and ears. Then you want to look at processing, which is short-term memory. And now we're going to look at storage. Storage, believe it or not, can be directed. Where does that brain put the information that it needs so that it can come back out? That's the whole purpose, right? Well, you may have asked yourself, why does my child know something one day and not the next? Why does it take him so long to do everything? And why can't he remember things for a test? In our opinion, that's a foundation issue called storage. And storage has everything to do with dominance. Dominance is having everything lined up on one side the same. So if you're right-handed, the most neurological efficiency is to have the right eye, the right ear, and the right foot and the right hand all dominant on one side. Now if you're left-handed you want to be left-eyed, left-eared, and left-footed. This has everything to do with where information is being stored. We had this lady one time that was 63 years old. Her name was Carolyn and she had suffered with dyslexia all of her life. Thank you for your time and attention. We hope and pray You'll return next week for another session with Dr. Jan Bedell, the Brain Coach. The ND Approach for Life is a proven program to increase learning performance naturally. Little Giant Steps is there for you. If you have questions for the Brain Coach to incorporate the skills and techniques taught in our podcast, please email cj at littlegiantsteps.com. That's C as in cat, J as in joy, at littlegiantsteps, all one word, dot com. So until next time, may the good Lord bless and keep you. Thank you.